Fighting monster, right? Show about fighting monsters, right? Oppenheimer didn't hang dong. <laughs> uh, I, I am, uh, I, I'm the fat man, Adam. <laughs> that was one of the bombs, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Allie, but honestly, the the thing that I just said is a more core part of my identity than that. Uh, so, welcome to Finding Monster, right? The show about finding monsters, right? Right. Anyway, uh, this episode we're not talking about uh, we're not talking about Cillian Murphy's lack of dong hanging. We're talking about Loki. Yeah, uh, we're we're throwing back to was uh, June of twenty twenty one for the uh, for the Loki series on uh, on Disney Plus. Uh, there's a new season coming out, uh, but we thought it'd be a great time to talk about the god slash goddess themselves. Yeah, specifically, we're asking, isn't she Loki? Putting the mist back in mischief. Isn't she Loki? I don't know the rest of the song, <laughs> so I, I've been I've just been singing that part of it the whole time, like randomly throughout the week. Normally, my cure for that is to listen to the whole song all the way through, but like I can't listen to "Isn't She Lovely." It sucks because it's such a pretty song. And then, like, it just goes into, like, I can't believe what God has done. He put my penis juice into a lady and made a daughter. And isn't she lovely? And it's like, I don't think you know how sex works. God's not there. It's it's like, this is why I left the church, is, like, people will treat God like a succubus that takes your seed and puts it in something else. Like, absolutely nothing good can be done by people. It has to be done by God. It's so weird yeah. and so creepy. And speaking of gods, let's talk about. Let's stop talking about gods and 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 giving birth to, to weird things. And start talking about gods and giving birth to weird things. Loki. Yeah. Uh, we last uh, brushed up on Loki in our uh, one of our Christmas episodes mm-hmm. with us slept near games. Yeah. We talked about uh, Loki's son, the eight-legged horse. Yeah, but that's not all of Loki's sons. And also, in that instance, Loki, who has not matched with me on Timey yet. (laughs) This is a bit, I don't know if the listeners are privy to this, but Adam and I have a long-term bit where I keep matching with people on my uh, dating apps that have deity names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it been so far? There's uh, what, Odin and uh, and Ra. I got Athena. I got Ares. I got Ra. I got Ja one time, and that was cool because it was like finally I bagged the big guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you get wa- Isis, watch out. I mean, I get poor people named Isis, man. Although I think we're past yeah. that. I don't think people are worried I- about Isis anymore. I don't think they're in the news. I, I think the new red flag name is a Daenerys, <laughs> but. Or just straight up Khaleesi. Don't fucking, don't fucking do that to me. Okay, my uh, queen once but, and always. But anyway, uh, so you often match with with gods on there. Yeah, but never a Loki. And why, pe- like, if you're uh, if you're picking a new name for yourself, I I, I think that this might be a generational thing. I, I think like you're about to see a bunch of uh, kindergartners hit the mix. Oh, actually, man, man, that Avengers, the first Avengers was a while back. I think there's somewhere in some fourth grade class, there's a bunch of Lokis. But if you're naming yourself, why might you not want to conjure the image of Loki? Well, Loki is a trickster. Mm-hmm. Loki is all about uh, playing plain pranks and uh, has mixed allegiances when it comes to his interactions with the uh, different gods. Of Norse mythology. According to Behind the Name, Loki showed up in the top names in England and Wales uh, for the first time in 2011 in the top 1,000 names and uh, has only increased since then. Uh, that tracks. Yeah. Anyway, Lo- Loki. <laughs> it's because all those, th- those Welsh are a bunch of tricksters, you know? <sighs> all right, well. It was only a matter of time before we had to cancel Adam. 
I I've, I've reviewed my true colors, the Welsh. Uh, they're they're on my hit list. Oh shit! Oh, God, I meant shit list. He was so good. He was so <laughs> good <laughs> for <laughs> so long, folks. I can only I can only keep him from white manning for so long. I'm doing my best over here. But it was me, a... Loki, all along. Oh shit! Hey, Loki. <laughs> I'm ruining everyone's reputation. Haha! -ha, I'll see you later. Well, guess what? Mission Impossible mask. <laughs> I'm also Loki. Anyway. Yeah, back to back to the god. So, Loki. A giant? Or half-giant? Yeah, yeah, often... Uh, well, he's the son of... Uh, of... Laufey and... What's his dad's name? Ferbalti. So, uh, interestingly, Loki's last name is... Uh, Loki Laufey Jarson. So he's named after his mother, the giantess Laufey, uh, rather than his father, like Thor Odinson, you know. And then, of course, in the Marvel movies, they made it so that Laufey is his father instead, even though Fey is a feminine suffix in Old Norse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, you know, they don't want to confuse the viewer by depicting Thor and Loki as anything but white, Christian, straight, heterosexual... The fucking, like, broken train all the time, uh, getting yeah, all the ladies, watching college football, uh, part of a, a Southern Baptist convention, mainline Protestantism. And we'll get into that as we, <laughs> we talk about the series. Yeah. So, Loki in mythology is usually counted as male, but also takes on a feminine aspect very frequently, and in fact, a whole female gender. Mm -hmm. uh, there are multiple instances where Loki turns into a... Uh, Loki turns into, for example, a female mare in the story we've already talked about during the Sleipnir episode. Uh, Loki uh, eats a witch's heart at one point, and this impregnates him and has him give birth to a bunch of horrible monsters, which is normally a role that is fulfilled by a, a goddess in other mythologies. There is a story where he goes to uh, uh, some divine banquet with the other Aesir and just starts talking shit. And Odin mentions how Loki was a milkmaid for eight years and uh, mothered children on Earth. Mm -hmm. Loki throws back at him that Odin spent time on Earth as a female fortune teller taking women's magic, which was taboo in uh, among the Aesir and also the Old Norse in general. And Odin was like, yeah, we all do that. Gender's a fuck, Loki. Which is a conversation I've definitely had before. There was also, very famously, an instance where uh, a giant stole Thor's hammer and uh, wanted to marry the goddess Freya, because this is a recurring theme, apparently. Uh, yeah, everyone wants to get in that bed with Freya. Apparently, yes. Well, giants especially, I suppose. Girl's got a type, even if she doesn't want it. Girl attracts a type, rather, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe there's, like, a big giant bar where, like, her picture's hanging up. Anyway. Uh, so Heimdall suggests, why don't we dress Thor as Freya? Here's a funny idea. Let's dress Thor as Freya, and then he can just steal back the hammer uh, <laughs> at the wedding. And Loki is, like, suddenly extremely into the idea. And, like... <laughs> And, like, becomes Thor's, and, like, becomes, uh, disguises himself come herself as Thor's bridesmaid. And the other gods are like, Loki, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to do that <laughs> part. And, like, and he's Loki's like, just going all out, voguing like crazy. Yeah, Loki's like... <laughs> like, like, like what Bugs Bunny might do if there's a plot to, uh, to dress Daffy up. Well... It's like, look, this is my, this is my jam. Yeah, except Bugs Bunny does it as, like, a trickster. Mm -hmm. Loki is just doing it. He's disguising. The genders are getting. The pronouns are getting fucky again. But that's an that's an interesting point. When this happens, when Loki becomes the bridesmaid and Thor disguises himself as Freya, Thor is still referred to as masculine with masculine pronouns even in drag. Loki changes pronouns in the original prose edda. Mm. So full on kind of gender fluid. Yeah, it is what we would call gender fluid. And applying those labels to historical figures is also, is always tricky, but I always find that that argument kind of doesn't hold water, because, like, we also refer to, like, 
Athenian democracy and American democracy, and those are separated by more time. Right. And yet we call them the same thing. So if we can apply different political systems to each other, why is it so fucking alien to apply different uh, sexuality labels to time periods where those words weren't necessarily used? Yeah, there's also a history, too, when it comes to those translations. I, I guarantee you that, that that there was a version of that tale where it was like, no, no, we, we stick with the he's. And then someone, and then it was corrected as it as it went along as uh, we got more understanding. Yeah, and then there's also, of course, Christianity taking these uh, stories and maintaining. Yeah, I believe it was like a Christian era where the uh, the Loki eating the heart and giving birth to all kinds of sins came from. Well, yeah, it's also very Christian uh, to be like, uh, it's just very Christian to be like, this is Loki. We chose this god to be the devil god. And it's not really a god, it's actually Satan in disguise, and that's why he's gay. So, look out, they think that everything's gay. They think that anyone who's, like, trans or, like, uh, gender non-conforming or actually gay or bisexual or, like, Catholic is gay. Yeah, so, throwing... <laughs> oftentimes in these tales, it's about, uh, in from that era, is lopping all the blame on stuff onto the scapegoat of Loki. Yeah, which, that's what this, that's what the story of... Loki, uh, Thor gets his hammer back and stuff. That's what the story... Yay! yay. I'm planning on doing the same thing at Adam's wedding. Um, <laughs> getting the hammer back? Yeah, I'm getting it. <laughs> you took my fucking... You took... You took... <laughs> well, no, I don't want to be Thor in that fucking situation. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Who do you think I am? <laughs> Who do you think I am in this? Go what on. do you think I'm going for? <laughs> anyway, I forget. So, anyway. Uh, Loki also, with a giantess fathers uh, three entities known as Hell, Jormungandr, the giant snake, and uh, and Fenrir the wolf. Yes. Uh, I, I, the tale of Fenrir is a pretty classic one. Uh, this big wolf <laughs> baddie uh, that the gods are trying to restrain. Uh, they, they keep trying out different kinds of uh, to ropes to, to hold him down. Adam. And when Oh, but I'm sorry. You do know the word baddie means something else now? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> down it to is a bad fuck wolf. a wolf. Adam Lemma is down to <laughs> fuck a wolf. We fucking got him, guys. We're down to <laughs> fuck a wolf. We fucking got I, I, his ass. I, I, meant, I, meant, I meant like a big bad wolf. <laughs> a BBW? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a BBW. <laughs> So they're trying to they're trying to lasso this big BW. <laughs> this big BW. <laughs> they forge a chain that the wolf will be able to break from. Uh, the wolf suspects this thing and says, "Hey, why don't you put your your hand in my mouth? And uh, if I can't get out, I'm gonna bite the hand." That's the only way I'll agree to this. Mm -hmm. uh, and that that fool god tear was like, "Sounds good to me. Let's go." Uh, Fender is unable to escape, uh, eats Tyr's hand. That's why he's the one-handed god. Hmm. But Loki's not in there. That's, that's, uh, Loki's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, do we have anything else to, to cover on Loki, the mytho mythological figure? Oppenheimer didn't hang dong. <laughs> you know, he, he didn't hang dong, but he did, like, sit in a chair naked. Which I, I think is, is more than I was expecting mm. to see. Yeah, but it was like, they went... Like, the internet rumor spread that it was all, like, oh, excessive nudity, whoa, and it's like, what did that turn out to be? Uh, like, a woman's ass, big fucking whoop. I can see that on fucking Nick Jr., okay? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, imagine imagine the most nudity you've ever seen in an R-rated movie, uh, and that, but the movie that you saw was, I guess, I don't know, Terminator? It's, it's less, less than, than that, even. It's like early seasons Game of Thrones, where it's yeah. like the nudity, and it's like the nudity is like a titty. Like, wow. Yeah. It's like it's like <laughs> two titties. Never twice. seen that before. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah, it, it's it's the most. It's kind of what we call the most Nolan ever did, which is like yeah. Nothing, it's amazing so. that he has female characters in this movie, though. That's that's new for him. Yeah, yeah, they don't talk, but they, but they're around. Yeah, I like people that said like you know, well, it's it's got to be his story. <laughs> they didn't invent <laughs> women until nineteen ninety four. <laughs> That's why Josh Peck is presses a big red button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pressing it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 
Um, uh, what's it? Loki is currently uh, chained up to a pile of rocks, being dripped on by some by some venom. Hmm. Slowly being healed until the end times, where he'll be released from Ragnarok, and I guess uh, I think fight uh, Heimdall <laughs> until they both die. That's a rough situation to be in, honestly. It is. It is. Is a uh, his the children are going to play a role, a major role in it, and that's why he got into all kinds of trouble and for, for actually having them. But you know, prophecy's prophecy is what I say. Yeah. Imagine that you're just like that for like the hundreds of thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Hey, Adam, I'm recording this as we're talking right now. It's completely natural, not edited, no filter. Um, what would another podcast sound like if we listened to that instead? I bet it would sound something like this. In 2017, Universal Studios announced the birth of a new shared universe of monster movies, bringing their classic horror icons into the contemporary franchise film landscape. But after the critical and financial failure of its first installment, the project was indefinitely abandoned. Now, in 2022, the powers that be have called upon one pulp horror devotee and one snarky film critic to unearth the concept. I'm Dylan Roth. And I'm Dalton DeShane. Are you afraid of the dark universe? So, uh, Loki, the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people know Loki through the Mar- MCU, <laughs> and before that, I guess the Marvel comics, where portrayed as the brother to Thor, uh, adopted son of Odin. Which is different from the original mythology. Right. Where he's more of a dark counterpart to Odin. Yeah, they're not uh, They're not father and son, they're uh, more equals. They're brothers. Brothers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, that's how the... Brothers in Christ. <laughs> That's how the relationships are, are organized, and uh, it, what's it, at the, uh, god, I, I'm just realizing I have to stump the whole goddamn everything Loki ever did in Avengers. You get it. He's a trickster. <laughs> he, uh, he, he, lo- he loves those Infinity Gems. He wants to get his own. He, uh, he was all about that Tesseract in that first movie, and uh, in a separate timeline, he picks up the Tesseract and gets uh, t- teleported and deals with the TVA. What's that stand for? The Tennessee Valley Authority. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he runs into all kinds of trouble down south. He's the new sheriff in town, and the people don't like him that much. <laughs> anyway. So the, uh, the Time Variance Authority is a, is, is a group of, I would call it, was it, 60s dressed? Like kind of sharply square-tied individuals? Yeah, yeah. The point is, in like, and like, they go through time and stuff. And the point is, in the original, like, the Thor movies that take place in Asgard and stuff, and, like, Loki comes to Earth and tries to take over New York and everything, because if he can make it there, he can make it anywhere. Like, and he's this awesome, like, bombastic, like, a little bit Saturday morning cartoon, like, very queer-coded villain. Yeah. With, like, lines, like, I'm Loki of Asgard, and I'm burdened with glorious purpose. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah, real good, actually. Yeah. Thank you. And he, uh, he chews the scenes that, that he's in. He controls people's minds and swaps places and plays all kinds of like, you know, you see the mischief apparent and people, people love him. People, he was always drawn like, like a, as a Winnie the Pooh character with all the other Winnie the Pooh characters when people were doing artwork for that. Yeah. And then in the lead up to, in like the marketing for, uh, for the Loki series, when that came out after Endgame, where like the three variations of Loki have, have died or whatever, and like the timeline and the such and such and comic book superhero garbage, you get it. Uh, you've seen the movie or you haven't and you don't care. You know, and like the in the marketing, there's like a flash second of like a Loki's like a dossier on Loki and it says sex fluid. And it's like, that is how he is in the in the mythology and things. And, like, uh, Tom Hiddleston puts out an interview saying, like, yeah, no, that's always kind of been a part of it. Like, you know, you get the role of Loki, you read a bit about Loki, and you're like, oh, shit, this is gayer than I thought. Like. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, the gender fluidity year. But, you know, you get it. I'm using gay in the sense lotto. I'm using gay in the, in the bisexual sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man, I'm getting canceled now. No. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that that was the big kind of thing going into this. Is like, uh, all right, and the reason why Loki has a series is because the character is beloved, not just 
the the Loki character is a fan favorite, but it's like, oh, cool, you're gonna be more representative by having such <laughs> this uh, I guess uh, this queer colored character as your protagonist. Yeah, or protagonist, <laughs> as as you <laughs> once coined. <laughs> yes, I, oh, I said that. Yeah. All right. You said protagonist uh, during. <laughs> you said, this is great. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I'm really glad I did that. Oh, fuck. How, how did all the cancel go from him to me to back to him? <laughs> yes. Uh, and that. What is going on? That was a, definitely a selling point and an advertising point. And once the bulk of the series came out, it's they really uh, just um, bleached the character. Hmm. His morality has been bleached. He used to be a very kind of gray-coded character, as in, like, you know, oh, sometimes he's good, sometimes he's bad. The last movie that we saw him in, uh, most of the last movie that we saw him in was uh, Thor Ragnarok, where he has a lot of, like, you know, stabby in the back, but we're really brothers, like, relationship with Thor. Really fun to see. And this one, they basically said, well, since you're the hero of a Disney Plus series, uh, you cannot be tricky anymore you cannot be a bad boy in any way shape or form you have to here's the mantle of responsibility of the protagonist you're not allowed to make jokes you're not allowed to to be weird and different you are yeah like, like you have become milk toast the plot revolves a lot around like different variants of loki and like different iterations of him that are like slightly different from each other and it's like branching timelines and all that like in this universe you're a little taller in this universe you're an alligator no one questions it that's funny because it's wacky and wild and there's like only ever one black loki <laughs> and it's like what's different about him and the credits are like oh that's boastful loki and it's like uh-huh yeah that's the difference <laughs> none of the other lokis are boastful i suppose uh, except for all the it, time. It's one of those things where they kind of just... Uh, it, it's a, definitely a series that has way too many ideas. Six episodes, but in my opinion, it covers like the contents of like two full seasons. Hmm. Like way too fast. Oh yeah. Imagine things yeah. from the perspective of like Black Loki or of <laughs> like... Or of... Oh yeah. Sylvie. Absolutely. Uh, so Sylvie is the uh, a main character in the series. A uh, a bad variant of Loki that we learn about that is reveal. Oh, shocker! It's a lady. Yeah, which like shocker apparently for this character whose sex is labeled as fluid on his dossier, and I'm gonna keep using his, even though like mm. a, a they might be. If I were writing a modern Loki, like <laughs> yeah, uh, I think a modern Loki would go by they. And for some, re it just even though this character is basically them, you know, themselves another version of themselves. Uh, they do so much to go from a, I don't know, an interesting uh, character self-exploration <laughs> to a, like, kind of the most heterosexual paint that we can place on this. Yeah, it's... They're like, alright, first thing, we're she doesn't go by Loki. She goes by a different name that's very unlike, <laughs> that's very different from Loki. Yeah, it's based on a character in the comics who's a completely separate character who's not a variant of Loki at all. There's also no intersectionality, is the problem. Uh, what do you mean by that? Like, female Loki is first off, mm -hmm. like, like that's the hat, is you're the girl one. Or, like, you're the black one. Because unless they're, like, unless it's, like, a white, male, heterosexual, Southern Baptist, like... That's the default, you know, in any any trait whatsoever besides that specific demographic of person is a hat you put on. And I, I think the uh, this was not done with the most uh, dexterous stuff. You know, you have like a, a Rick and Morty writer at like the head of this. Mm -hmm. And like, th that's the bit. It's like, you know, oh, yeah, you're you're red hats, Loki. <laughs> you're old man, Loki. And it, when it's... It, in reality, there would be just as many uh, Lady Lokis there as Guy ones. Yeah. If we're talking about infinite variations here, there'd be more uh, queer ones. There'd be more, like, kind of uh, in-betweens. There'd be a lot of everything. But instead, you have just it's a couple shades of paint. Yeah. And it's like... They're bits. That's all that they are. Bits. Yeah. It's a... Like, the only bit 
of like oh loki is technically bi that you get in the show is like one line in one episode where mm-hmm. sylvie mentions something about like uh implies something about like having sex with princesses or maybe a prince and then loki says a bit of both like as quickly as possible yeah <laughs> and then we move on to the next line as quickly as possible and it's a, a craven feeble gesture it's so fast it goes by it's like this is these are the crumbs we're supposed to get it's a real uh, action speak louder than words uh, situation the problem is that like it's so hard to like to reinforce one's bisexuality because if you or to reaffirm it because if you are like a straight woman and you kiss your husband or something that's you reaffirming your sexuality if you're a gay man you you know talk about your boyfriend with your mom or something and that's reaffirming your homosexuality if mm-hmm. like what do i do you know yeah. do i have to kiss like an identical number of of each one of the two genders that there are quote unquote it, it, it's hard to do without showing a uh, like a, like a full on like polycule on screen, or even if not going as far as full relationships, then saying like there has to be a love triangle that this character is in the center of. Yeah, it's like I can't. You know, we're so used to getting heat from both sides, and I'll say that that's uh, I'm speaking for me and people like me, not Adam. Uh, but it's like we're so used to getting heat from both sides. And there's not really a bisexual culture in the way that there is for straight culture and there's, like, a gay culture and stuff. Like, bisexuality more kind of, like, weaves in between those two. And it's always, like, you need to just announce how interested you are in whatever other sex there is. Like, because if I'm in a room where I'm boy-moding, because that's what I do all the time because I'm a fucking coward... Uh, and I'm in there and like, there's dudes talking about women or something. I could join in, but instead I think I'll stay quiet because if I don't talk about dudes exactly half as much, then like all of a sudden I'm labeled as one of the guys. And then like, you know how straight people talk when there's no gay people around and it's not great. Uh, or like, and then the opposite can also happen. Although if I'm surrounded by gay people more likely that I'm a little more uh, honest with them. But so what I'm saying is it makes it so easy to substitute that, you know, lack of validation, that lack of ability to reaffirm oneself in like a culture or in an online space where we make up memes about not being able to sit right or cuff jeans or something in lieu of having an actual culture. And it's so easy to commodify that to sell validation to you and so we like settle for crumbs like a bit of both and you get all these fucking tumblr things going about that people love that that one line (laughs) which which i my reaction was like you guys are really popping the champagne at the at a you know just a little inch here yeah have you seen all of torchwood (laughs) <laughs> like that show is 15 years old and it's mm-hmm. like the biased of shows right right and it's i i think that's they no uh, in addition to a couple story beats they slept on an opportunity here because this could be a very fluid character which can lead to a lot of fluid stories yeah yeah uh the so uh just to Break uh, to quick go over the structure of the of the series just because it, it, it backs up my point here. Loki joins the TVA. Episode two, he learns about a variant Loki who's a lady, who he's like basically teamed up with. Also, they take him out of his incredibly like you know over the top like villain robes of like mm-hmm. you know the Jafar outfit with like like green Jafar basically. And put him in, like, a little businessman suit and a little businessman tie and pat him on the head and tell him, like, you're Boba Fett now and you have to be nice. Yeah, yeah. And it, it really sucks because I I feel like we just fast-forwarded through a whole, like, at least half season, if not a full season there, of mm. Loki working for the TVA and it being, like, a, like a you know, back-and-forth relationship. Like, is he a bad cop that's, like, you know... Oh, uh, is he a loose cannon that doesn't play by the rules? Is he always doing Loki tricks? It, it it's a it's a show that's almost too meta for its own good. 
Mm. Uh, Mobius, his uh, his um, Lightning McQueen uh, like buddy who keeps who's kind of his boss telling him what to do. Every like says way more times than actually occurs. Here, Loki, you're gonna be tricky and do some Loki thing <laughs> when he's the most I would call boring version of the character who you doesn't have time in the story to do to do any Loki things. Yeah, it's not like any like it's like zero percent of like how dare you touch me? Do you know that I'm Loki and such a blah blah blah? Like it's no opportunity for having fun with that. It's like, as soon as he meets Mobius, he becomes a little business boy, and he becomes a little golden retriever, and he's like, hey, Mobius, can I help with this? Can I help with that? Da, da, da. I'm a detective now on a CW show or some shit. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. and yet, and yet, and yet, with all the shit that they give him with Mobius, with all of the, like, emotional connection there, and all the shipping dynamic, they just throw a girl character at him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there you go, this is het, so it sticks. And it, they... they- they throw it at him, and they still, like, shame him for it. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing, Loki? You know who that is? That's another you. Which... Like, what? Like, that's disgusting. <laughs> Look at her. She looks different and has a different name. <laughs> and is essentially a whole other person. The other you <laughs> part is the part that I liked the most about Loki and Sylvie. But, I, like... I agree. I, I think that there's that there's something interesting to explore there. He fell in love with himself. That's wonderful. That's adorable. That's something that I've done. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I could see like <laughs> scenes of them bonding over that kind of thing, like having shared memories and yeah. <laughs> and, and experiences, and that it, it's an interesting thing to explore and, and that they do not do. Instead, they have a <laughs> like in like two episodes, they do another like half season worth of stories <laughs> where of them teaming up uh, to fight the TVA, uh, reve- learning that the timekeepers, the lizards that are in charge, are like nothing. They're placed there, and they get deleted, sent to what we call the outskirts, where they meet a whole town of all these different kind of Lokis. Mm-hmm. For one episode, when I think that is that's a great half season, if not a full season, of the show. Uh, have them ha- interact with all kinds of Lokis. Have them, like, uh, there's all these different factions and groups of them. Like, you know, who am I going to team up with? It, it, it starts off with, like, this, this party of Lokis, like a group of four adventurers that just say, like, Hey, you want to join us? No, no, meet all of them individually. What's their story? What's going on here? If you're looking for a uh what a bisexual culture environment, I think a, a city of Lokis might be a great place for it. Yeah, and in in fact, like you can't compare any kind of like representation that you might see on TV or something. That's all well and good and everything, but it is Nothing compared to, or like creating, you know, queer spaces online, that's nothing compared to just sitting in a room with like 20 bisexuals and just talking about shit. Imagine sitting in a a group therapy scene, but it's all different versions of you. Hmm. Like, like, I think that could be some really just interesting, like, head scratch, like, you know, piece to, to chew on and type of stuff. Uh, it's... Yeah, there's a reason why those are, I guess, popular episodes of Rick and Morty comes to mind, where it's just having you can do all kinds of neat tricks with that kind of stuff and yeah so i like i like city of loki's i I think they should should spend more than an episode on it think about what it's like for black loki though yeah think about it for a second you're exposed to hundreds of other versions of yourself and you are the only one that's black what do you think that says about you Adam, here, let, let me put you in... I'm going to put... I'm going to treat you like Gordon Ramsay in a Tumblr post and put you in a situation. Okay. Uh, can, are, are, can I request that this situation be Welsh, Loki? <sighs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so you... So you go to the TVA and you meet a bunch of... And you get sent to the other time or whatever the fuck happens in the goddamn Disney show. And uh, you meet a bunch of different Adams. And they're all black women except you what do you think <laughs> that's gonna fucking <laughs> yeah that, that's a that's a big that's a big thing to bite into that that's a, that is not something i would be real casual about exactly yes <laughs> like now you i had to fucking i would, flip I it would for say you, but like, i guess i guess i'm usually a black woman <laughs> <laughs> do you see how fucking weird that is that there's only one black loki and only one girl loki and like, Man, if, you they, know, it'd be amazing if you said that. It'd be like, oh, I guess, I guess most Loki's are white guys, right? Yeah, like, I mean, like they don't even drop that in the show because they just act 
Like, it's not even, like, they act like they don't even do anything about that. And, like, the other Lokis that Loki talks to are all like, huh, a girl, a girl Loki? Huh, that's crazy. I bet she's be shopping. And Loki's like, huh, yeah, fellow head dudes. Hell yeah, keg stand. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. And it's like, that's not how a queer person would act. That's how a fucking frat bro would act. Yeah, it, it, they even posit different Lokis that could be different. They have, like, a president Loki. Like, even in, like, the kind of political dialogue sense, it's like, this he this, this should be a very different with what's going on here. Maybe it's a Loki that's kind of hidden his more uh, different sexuality pieces to, to it. Hmm. Uh, there, there's something that to bite into there. Or maybe there's all kinds of lessons for regular Loki to learn from this uh, this environment. It's a bit of a what, duck amuck when it's just like, oh, what makes Loki? You can actually get into that in this kind of environment. And they don't, they ask that question almost verbatim in the series and they never attempt to answer it because mm-hmm. the answer is like, you're tricky and you like green, I guess, maybe. And yeah, it's, it's, the answer is you are a, a helmet that kids buy at Disney World. Yeah. For $100. <laughs> like, that that's what you are, Loki. There's just nothing there because you refuse to explore any deeper than the surface of this is a helmet that kids buy at Disney World and the character is generic white man. And I say generic because that's the default and anything else you put on is a hat. There can't be a black female Loki, because if there was, that would be two hats. That would be two differences from quote-unquote regular people. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see exactly what you mean. Uh, so, uh, and before before we skip over it, I, I do want to say that the uh, I think that the biggest disservice of the Loki series is the last episode. Oh yeah, because you don't even you don't even get six episodes of a Loki series; you get five. You get five, and then fucking a domestic abuser yells at you for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, a 30-minute monologue. Like, if this happened in any, like, any show, a new character shows up and talks for 30 minutes. If this didn't <laughs> like have the Marvel it, it, backing behind it. Yeah, yeah, but because whenever I talk to anyone about the series, they're like, oh my god, Kang was awesome. It was so cool seeing Kang. And as someone that is only, like, loosely familiar with Marvel Ken, and I'm just like, like... How the fuck? How the fuck good is Kang that this is acceptable? And I'm, I'm, I think history has proven me, <laughs> proven me right that this was not the move. And you kind, of, it kind of is this shitty little addendum on this that isn't even going to match up with whatever they do in the future because of uh, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Which, like, so yeah, yeah, they they spend all this time and energy on the, on the wrong thing at the end of this that isn't even Loki based anymore. It's full on a just generic Marvel hero fight, like, like, debate. Uh, Okay, so let's ask the question now. Let's finish the positivity sandwich. Okay, yes. How- It's a dark place there. Let's, let's, let's lighten up. Yeah. How do we fix this in Loki season two? Kev Kev has given us the fucking keys. How do we fix this in Loki season two? Okay. So, uh, well, I think that it's- so Loki returns. This is scab work, uh, and we can never work in Hollywood again after this. By the way, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, it's already been produced. Uh, it's still coming out. We're we're, we're clear. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Loki has at the end of the series has returned to the TVA, and it's different. He's like misremembered and and, and things like that. <laughs> Ten seasons. <laughs> <laughs> of Loki getting into antics, the NCIS style, working for the TVA. No, I, I, I'm not not that long, nearly. But um, yeah, show uh, Loki in situations that require him to be the trickster god that we know and love. Exactly. Yes. And not honestly, just the MCU trickster, but like the this mythological one, <laughs> the disguising yourself as as um as someone that's not the gender that you're normally seen as. The turning into uh, creatures and uh, other beings to to kind of pass yourself up. A, a spy show starring a magical shapeshifter is a great idea. Loki, agent of Asgard, even. Now, I want to draw a distinction here, an important distinction, with the use of the word disguise. Okay. A disguise is fake. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so, have you seen the new uh, Netflix movie, Pneumonia, yet? I... it's on my to-do list. 
there's a uh, a Rin Nilo style uh, shapeshifter character hmm. who uh, has a, a moment that's very much like that, which is like there is no, <laughs> this isn't a form, <laughs> this isn't a person. All these are me. Yes, precisely. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that it's true to Loki. Like the, a disguise means that you are not <laughs> this thing, but Loki is all those things. Loki was a milkmaid for eight years. They don't talk about that in the show. <laughs> Loki was a milkmaid for eight years and gave birth to children. You, you're telling me that he was completely het the whole time. You're telling me he was like listening to college football, sitting in a bathtub in the backyard, in the front yard, with, like, a fucking loaded gun and reading Cormac McCarthy or whatever it is straight people do, I don't know. But, like... Yeah. Like, no, Loki became that. And I think, honestly, just... Loki's in a situation now where all of his allies were stripped away one by one. He said goodbye to Mobius at the end of time, and he... and. Uh, Sylvie betrayed him in Kang's place after she stabbed him, after she stabbed Kang. And now Loki is, like, forced into this alternate TVA that kind of always was. It's just different now. And there's, like, a different Mobius and everything. He's so alone, he's gonna have to reach out to someone who's there. It's alternate Mobius. I think they need to explore that connection. They need to not be cowards. They need to not be craven, feeble gesture makers, as Russell T. Davies put it, and actually make that connection romantic in some way. I don't care if you just say they're boyfriends and then they never fucking kiss. Just do something, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Or goddess's <laughs> sake. I, I don't disagree with that. It's a great way to... It, you have to do more with these existing characters besides having them just be, I guess, voice pieces for... <laughs> that, that that talk to each other and move the plot along. Have them interact. Yeah. That's a great way to do it. Exactly. They need to, like... They need to do something that we're not expecting. They need to do something we're not expecting in a way that... They need to do something that's... Fuck not expecting. Fuck expectation. They need to do something goddamn right for once. Yeah, I, it, it, so much of that first series was just Mobius just talking at Loki and saying, like, you're just gonna do a big old Loki thing. Show me, don't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's the, the best version of that. I, I think I, I realized, like, saying it, putting together, like, kind of what I could see this being, and it's the, if you do more stuff with more different Lokis and stuff, you, the approach is something a la Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, this Loki can be your kind of a Spider-Verse-style story in this MCU. Yeah. Where you interact with different styles of Loki. They're not all just a good guy and a bad guy. <laughs> it's like, sometimes they're helpful, sometimes they're they're nuts. Uh, it, I just love the idea of going through different to different time periods. They're in ancient Egypt, and there's a Loki here. That's like, he's become Pharaoh. It's Pharaoh Loki. Uh, but he's there for very specific reasons that parallel regular Loki. He found himself lost, and he was looking for a place where he could, like, have control over things. And then Loki learns a thing or two by capturing him and bringing him in. Like, th th that's a, a a story. Have several stories in a series. Don't just have it be a long movie. It, it They really do do that, don't they? Huh? The MCU series that I've seen I've seemed to have this problem. You know, Spider-Verse did it different because it's not, like, variations on the same individual. It's variations on the spider totem. Oh, are you thinking about turning Loki into more of an idea? <laughs> or, like, a, an aspect than an actual, a singular person? Loki is a god. Yeah. Rather than a person, per se. I mean, in the MCU, they just made the gods are just advanced aliens. But, like... well. Loki's also a very specific god in the sense that he was uh, adopted by giants. Mm -hmm. uh, adopted from uh, giants into Odin's family. <laughs> like, uh, what is a Loki that was adopted into a different family? Yeah. What is a Loki that was raised by giants continuously? Well, they do that a little uh, bit in What If, but it's not very, like, seriously explored. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think that's a... Uh, I'd love to see it more. Yeah, it's passable. But you know what would be great is if, uh, you know what Loki variant I want to see? Cishet Loki. <laughs> oh, just right. <laughs> Fucking, we need some contrast here. Like, I, I, um, I think that's a, if, if, you, if you're trying to make our current Loki look the most kind of 
Uh, the queerest. I think that's a good way to do it. You wanna, you want, uh, you want Loki to be Disney's first gay character or some shit? Like fucking. <laughs> all right, fucking throw college football Loki on there. Why is that my yeah. paragon of heterosexuality? Adam, can you possibly explain that to me at all? I, I, I do not know. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I, but yeah, you, you need like a uh, called a a, a a Toy Story two Buzz Lightyear mm. <laughs> to, to to show how much our first Buzz Lightyear has grown. Yes. Oh my god, that exactly. Yeah, sure. Or e- I mean, even going the other one of a, a we see Loki's throughout the throughout the main series. And they all feel different. Why does Loki feel different anymore? Because mm. he has he needs more things to bounce off of and contrast to. Yeah. Uh, we uh, alternate uh, and this is something I, I I hope they do. I feel like it's the most likely is showing different versions of Sylvie. Absolutely, yes. Different versions of uh of Lady Loki and uh, iterations on that. Let's look at like let's not even worry about different variations on Sylvie. Our own Sylvie. Mm-hmm. We don't, like, the Sylvie that showed up in season one and stuff, we don't know anything about how she grew up. Did she have a Thor? Did she have an Odin? What was Wasn't her- there something about how she killed Thor and that was her thing? Or was that someone else? That was someone else. That was Kid Loki. Okay, yeah. We we don't know shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so t- give us some deets. I, expo- I imagine a whole episode where it goes into Sylvie before the events of the series. You know what could fix that? Is if there was a season- of them just going around time being time mm-hmm. cops. Exactly like yeah. what you were saying. Yeah, a season of time cop. It was a great pitch. Uh, I think the pilot episode might be the best episode of the show. Yeah. Because it, it, what it says is that, all right, Infinity Stones ain't shit. This is a Loki that we could, that is, uh, like, you know, is, is going on a mission. He's a new figure and they pitch it and then they say, all right, but but seriously now, let's get to a story. No, no, I want to see Loki doing odd, odd jobs. Let's not get to a story. Let's get to a narrative. Like, let's not explore these characters and, like, explore a theme or something. Let's just have things happen. Let's just put Loki in a situation. So Loki dies at the at the top of Infinity War. And I think, ju- based off dialogue in Season 1, it sounds like he didn't really... It sounds like they're gonna paint it that he didn't really die. He just made a super... He learns how to make a super illusion of himself. Mm-hmm. And then travels back to that point in time. And he secretly hangs out on a planet with Sylvie or something like that. I'm more like... We brought back Loki. You brought back Loki for this series. Ha- make something out of it. You can't... If he's gonna be back and have an arc, you need more steps to have an arc. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a really round line. Yeah, the like they caught, they killed off Loki, and then they went back in time and grabbed a copy of Loki from the past, and then they showed him a DVD of his <laughs> of like what happened to him in the main timeline, just so they could have their same character back. And it's and, and, but he's not like yeah, the character that they have is not even like isn't even the one that we left. This isn't Thor Ragnarok Loki. He doesn't act like him. He's not having fun. You know what would have would have worked is if they just took like a bio scan of Loki from the main timeline at the moment he died and just uploaded him into this variant. Just or like, uh, honestly, fuck that. Don't even like it. Don't catch him up. <laughs> have it be that Avengers style Loki and have him be a little different. Yeah, and then like put him through character development again. Imagine he does, they do time travel bits and jumping around, and that he finds himself interacting with that uh, matured Thor Ragnarok Loki, mm. yeah, and learning something from him. That's perfect. Yeah, like you, it's time travel. It shouldn't be boring. You shouldn't only go to a uh, Walmart in the in the near future. <laughs> the only, but, uh, the most exotic place <laughs> they could think of is Walmart in the year twenty forty in the hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, like there, it's time travel. It's it's writes itself. It's Napoleon Loki, and he's trying to make decisions that Napoleon failed on. There's like a and, bit where he's DB Cooper, but it's just like a weird Family Guy cutaway. Yeah, that's all. I again, I think that's from the first time. I I wanted more of that shit. I want more Loki's fucking around through time. Yeah, and like yeah. they don't even. That's so. Mount Rushmore architect of Loki. Yes. Loki. <laughs> he wants to put his face on history. 
Putt-Putt travels through time for Loki, though. Loki mm. <laughs> Loki travels through time? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a mess, is what yeah. it is. It's... Uh, I, I... I think we have I think we have some good pitches. Uh, as always, we're going to send this uh, podcast to the you know important bodies. In this case, that that's uh, the Disney Corporation. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna place on uh, Bob Iger's desk. It might be Tim Cook. Who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it right up there so they know. So they know it's a you know uh, UCG to all to the, the the series coming out in October. It's fucking insane that Disney earned my goodwill by like engaging with the legal battle with this dude that wants me and everyone I know to be killed and like hung in the streets until dead for all to see. And then, like, this writer's strike happened, and Bob Iger is immediately like, well, we should rip out their hearts and eat them in front of their kids, right? Like, the writers and stuff, we should do that, definitely. And it's like, well, fuck, now now it's just yeah. Godzilla versus Predator. Whoever loses, we lose again. Right. And uh, I, I, I actually, uh, you know, this this is a good uh, time to bring up, uh, there's a, a, a snack page that I want to share, where people can help uh, donate to the, the people on strike, uh, to make sure that they stay fed and uh, happy as they're fighting for their rights as uh, <laughs> to to live in, the, in these and work in these environments. They deserve it. They uh they work hard. I feel like uh, writers on the right condition write better, and that's what I want from these series. Yeah, honestly, absolutely. Like, give them oh, give, uh, them... give them conditions and time. That's the thing. Yeah. If you're if you're writing under a pressed environment, then shit comes out. Mm-hmm. That's ultimately the problem here. And mm-hmm. yeah, like not not all the writers also not all the members of the wga or the uh, the screen actors guild not all of them are like huge big budget people like they're not all tom cruise they don't all have like big old fucking mcmansions somewhere in socal like the like half of them more than half are just like someone who booked a commercial once you know yeah like that level and being uh yeah there are I think was it the average? I think it was the average salary for actors, uh, like you know that are in the uh, that are in SAG is something around like twenty one thousand dollars. Like mm-hmm. they don't qualify for the insurance that they normally get because of how like little money there is for the majority of people on there. Yeah, and like <laughs> with streaming residuals, like Orange is the New Black, like Netflix was bragging about how that was technically bigger than Game of Thrones, but we won't ever tell you how much bigger because then. They would have to... Yeah, metrics. We get it. Yeah, then we, we would have to ask the awkward question of, wait, why is my residual check for this program where I'm the main character in Orange is the New Black, and it's as big as Game of Thrones, and my residual is like two cents? <laughs> yeah, it, it's next to nothing. Yeah. So they uh, they have to restructure that for our, our modern day. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the a rewarded writer, a creative writer, can actually <laughs> will help people out more with this. Uh, that's a big stat that's been going around around because of what well, Oppenheimer plus uh, and Barbie together have a smaller budget than like Thor: Love and Thunder, mm. <laughs> and it, that is because of the the craft that went into it. It wasn't uh, you know fast p- cranked out by uh, by by studio by by studios and you know CG machines. Uh, I think that th- a craft behind the the production. That's how you can get like more bang for your buck when it comes to a Loki series. If you're talking about doing like a, even what, 10 episodes instead of six, and we have some adventures with the characters to get that kind of, I'm, I'm thinking more like legends of tomorrow style TV. <laughs> like, you know, you, you need creative writers to spread it out and they can do it. I, I believe that they, those writers exist. Agents of shield is the best thing Marvel has ever put out. I know you're a huge fan of that that series since bum, way back when. It's a big series too, right? They they spread the love across it. Yeah, seven seven seasons, twenty two episodes ish a season. Like they aired. <laughs> yeah, so that's on, some, that's some good old TV. They aired it on TV, so like you get money from being on the show. You get money from working. Shocking, amazing, wow. Yeah. No, it's a it's a good move, and I think that I, I there's got to be some middle ground between like the long movies that we get now, <laughs> that broken up and you you know drip fed every week, and that kind of uh, production. 
So I I hope that uh, hope that better models are implemented and the strike ends positively for the laborers. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess the final question I have for you is, uh, what would you rate Loki in the final rating place? We're talking about Loki the god. We're talking about Loki the character. We're talking about Loki the series. Uh, I'm going to we've spread our <laughs> thoughts on the series. Uh, let's talk Loki the god, then Loki the character. Hmm. Loki the god is... I think we're overblowing it a little bit. I think the whole... <laughs> I think the whole, like, gender fluidity thing... Because Loki is frequently thought of as a male god. And I feel <laughs> like, to some extent, the... Like, if there was still a very large... I'm not saying there's no one, but if there was still a very large following of Loki to, into the present day... I would expect to see more people emphasizing the gender fluidity aspect of yeah. him and maybe even referring to the god as them. Uh, one more thing Christianity took away from us is our is, is big titty goth Loki. <laughs> Show me that variant. But <laughs> BTGL. <laughs> uh, but even so, you can't deny that that's there. That that is a real element of the actual mythology, and it's something that deserves to be celebrated. Because that's not a figure we have in our you know modern mythology of Christianity and stuff, and it's not even a figure we have in our modern mythology of pop culture. If you want to put big air quotes around the word mythology, uh, I think it's really cool to have someone in your pantheon that's kind. Of, it's like a dastardly figure, yeah. and that doesn't make doesn't make them evil. Doesn't make them uh, Satan, the 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 worst thing that there is. It's someone that is both good and bad, which I think reflects life and living yeah. a lot more than a all good or all evil. He's a dark mirror to Odin, and Odin even, when compared, when you like contrast Odin with Loki, Odin doesn't always come out smelling like absolute roses. Absolutely not. I like this model, I like this pantheon so much more than I like the, the Christian pantheon, where it's like anything good that happens... If you have a baby, that's because it's God. It's God's baby. God fucked your wife. If if anything bad happens, that's because uh, that's because you uh, you you watched college football instead of eating a vegetable, or maybe the the opposite. I'm not sure. And the and the devil did it. Uh, you I do think know you need to watch some college football. That might be the solution here. Just watch some college football. Just fucking go Gators. There's got to be a Gators team, right? <laughs> Yeah, like you said, the song "Isn't She Lovely." You have to listen. You have to watch through some college football to get it out of your system. Never, I'll fucking I'll death before dishonor. Absolutely not. In that case, I have a new sport to recommend to you. It's called slam ball. I think everyone should be enjoying it right now. Slam ball. We're, we're, we're currently in the height of the slam ball season. All right, I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a Google. Yeah, I, uh, you pick your team. Uh, you'd be a, one of the, the one of the Griffins or a, a buzzsaw. No, well, the Griffins is very monstery. That's very mm-hmm. monster themed. Uh, but anyway, uh, back to Loki the God. Back to Loki the God. Uh, the, uh, uh, I'll go ahead and give it a ten out of ten because he's an actual object of worship for people. Oh, uh, well, uh, Loki the mythological figure uh, ha- has some great adventures. Ha- is a a different piece of the puzzle. I, I said all these things already. I'm not going to reiterate myself. You know what? 9.7. Okay. Way up there. Loki's pre- pretty great. Yeah. I think if there's ever a shapeshifter that I would give, like, top gold to, it's Loki. Yeah. I think that's a good call. Now, yeah. Loki the character. I mean, they did my boy dirty. They did my boy dirty and they did my dirty boy. You know? Yeah, I uh, Loki right now is a very boring five out of ten. Is if, if that's what you call like a standard character, <laughs> if not like something insulting like a four or a three, all the fun parts like about this character have been removed. Taking the whole character into consideration. Oh, top to bottom. Okay, well, uh, yeah. an, a seven and eight could be better. Could be way worse. It's just fun. It's like Loki comes on stage in for 2013 Comic-Con and just like Tom Hiddleston just hams it up on the Comic-Con stage. That's that was funny. That was good. You know, and that yeah. was like I think that was one of the a very important missing ingredient in the MCU in the early days and especially in the later days. Uh having a villain that yucks it up. That has a blast that is goes full ham. 
Yeah, just... Uh, you, you love to see it. Yeah, like, it's fun to do an impression of, like, Avengers Loki. You can do that bit in, like, a Saturday Night Live kind of skit, and it'll be funny. How would you pretend to be, like, Loki the series Loki? Just like, I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm a good little boy. Don't step on uh, me. Don't step on me. I went to a universe where everyone's big, and I'm tiny. Don't step on me. Just feed me lettuce. This would be fun if it wasn't all, for all the paperwork I have to do. Okay. <laughs> Loki in the series is just me, me at my job. <laughs> just... Compare that to, like, How dare you touch the son of Lofi! Like, let me sink yeah. my teeth in. Sorry, got a little excited. I am your new god. Yes. Yeah, so uh, that that's the Loki I want to see more of. And I, I hope he returns in some way, shape, or form. Or they redeem this Loki and make him more fun. Just, he, come, he comes out fun on the other end. Just have him come out fun on the other end, yeah. D- you know yeah. what? Have him come out fun on the other end? Maybe he doesn't come out a hmm. Maybe he comes out a vroom, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And uh, hoping for the best for for, for the the god of mischief. Hoping for the best for the god of mischief. Whatever kind of miss they might want to chiff. <laughs> yeah, so let uh, thank you for joining us. Check out our Discord. Share the podcast with a friend. Anyone that's a big Loki season fan and, and, and you feel like these are thoughts they need to hear. Yes, absolutely. We're the authoritative voice on this. <laughs> we didn't stumble the fuck around for 90% of this show. Well, well uh, thanks for joining us. See you next time, campers. Does he ever say campers? Yeah, 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 all the time. It's one of his favorite things.